Welcome to the Principles of Success, interviewing the experts, and today's book review is on No More Mr. Nice Guy. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So I want to hammer this point home really, really hard before, so that way I don't have to make clarifying statements throughout this episode. Nice guy and good men are very different things. Nice guy syndrome is a manipulative tactic that weak men have adopted to try and get sympathy, sympathy love from women. Good men are just kind from being kind. And just because you're nice does not mean you're attractive or a valuable spouse, which is why there's the phrase, a nice guy's finish last. Also, nice guys tend to have victim mindsets. Again, hence the phrase, nice guys finish last. So this is a book about nice guy syndrome and overcoming it so that way you're actually a attractive human being. And nice guy syndrome stems from a feeling of inadequacy and seeking validation. So with that out of the way of the clarifications, let's dive into no more Mr. Nice Guy. First point, nice guys are overly giving and will never say no. They will do more for others than they will do for their own lives. Basically meaning you don't know how to say no to even the most unreal reasonable requests. And more specifically, it's not out of the kindness of your heart that you're doing it. You're doing it in hopes that they, the status quo, peace, people liking you will be maintained and you are resentful for it. So what's wrong with being nice? Well, you're being a people pleaser and you're not taking care of your own needs uh, and not being your own person. You're just doing whatever is required to make the other person content. You're stepping on eggshells. Next, you are suppressing your feelings. You feel about this stuff. You have, you have opinions, you have priorities, you have other goals that you might be setting aside to try and people please the, the spouse. And third, you don't take care of your needs because you're too busy being focused on taking care of her needs. Taking care of your spouse's needs is very important, but taking care of your own needs is also important. And it's not like you can just pretend you don't have needs, even though that's exactly what nice guy syndrome does. They pretend they don't have needs and they just get really weird because they keep acting like they don't have needs. And then when those needs don't get met, they get grumpy. Nice guys aren't nice. They're dishonest. You're being dishonest about your needs. You're dis being dishonest about what you want in a relationship. You're also being manipulative. You're putting on a show in hopes that you will get something in return. And because of this, you end up getting very passive aggressive and resentful because your needs aren't getting met and they should 
no better and they're an awful person and I'm so good because I'm so good to them, but they never do anything for me because I never let them know that I need anything or have an opinion. Nice guys are always giving to get something in return. Usually it's something like they think being nice will get them love and affection and a drama-free life, which is not how it works. I'm sorry. Next, nice guy is one extreme. However, overcorrecting is also stupid. Being a bastard is also the other is also an extreme and being extreme doesn't work very well. The opposite of being a nice guy isn't to become the world's most horrible human being. It's just to have a backbone. That's not even necessarily being confrontational. It's just having boundaries. So the nice guy paradigm is if I work hard enough to hide my flaws, somebody might love me. I'll become the perfect little boy. So that way no one will ever get mad at me because I'm perfect and there's nothing wrong with me. And then they will finally approve of me. By the way, I'm guilty of nice guy as well because most men are. And we'll talk about that in a bit. Actually, we'll talk about that right now. Society ruined men. We are on the third generation of nice guys. Industrialization removed all of the male role models from the household, sent them to factories. So then there was no one to teach men how to be men. So now we're on the third generation of that and men are really weak. In addition to that, feminism sprung up at the same time. And especially we're dealing with toxic feminism at this point. And so the only role models boys have are women in their lives. All the men are isolated from their children for the most part. The next peg in the coffin was the sexual revolution. Fatherless households, single mother households, the breakdown of the traditional family also screwed over men from their role models. Then there was also the drug epidemic, walking all of the other males that were less than ideal but still around up in jail and then in public schools where we send all the little boys and girls every single teacher with the exception of maybe one or two per school is female so no one was available to teach boys how to be men and we are now on the third generation of that so there's not really any men left to teach the boys This is why people who get divorced with children really ticks me off because it screws those children up really bad. This is me talking, not the book author, but if you are married and you have kids, I don't care if you're miserable, you should stay with your spouse and try and work it out. But it's better to stay in an unhappy marriage than to divorce for your kid's sake, in my opinion anyway. Now let's go back to the dating side of this because that's what this book is about. And seeking women's approval is a turnoff. They don't want to have to validate you. They want you to validate them. Also, nice guys think that they can build up a savings account of good deeds so that way when they do stupid things that the spouse shouldn't get mad at them. Now we have talked about the love savings account in His Needs, Her Needs, so go re-listen to that episode. But this isn't what we're talking. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about like, well, I mowed the grass. So me being a jerk to her should be okay. That kind of stuff. It's a IOU kind of deal. It's instead of a you're depositing affection into your spouse's love account that it is 
you are expecting them to justify poor behavior because you do good in other attributes. It's the, well, I do good for most things kind of attitude. And instead of taking accountability and working on themselves, they will defend, explain, excuse, and rationalize why they're fine how they are, and it's the other that is the problem. Now let's talk about addressing it a little bit. Take a break from seeking external validation. Talk to your spouse and figure out a way that you can eliminate their validation temporarily. This is just so that way you can kind of get off of a crutch. Also, do things for yourself, even if you don't feel you are worth are worth it. Stand up for yourself. And if your spouse is against it, stand up for yourself and say, I'm going to do this because I want to do it. Nice guys are too much of a people pleaser. So say that you're going to do this thing because it'll be good for you. So you are going to do it. And fun fact, they'll actually start to respect you more for doing that, even though they get, might get mad in the immediate sense. Make your needs a priority. It's not bad to have needs. Pretending you don't have needs just makes you act weird. You get resentful and passive aggressive and snap at the most random things because you're just trying to bottle everything up. Now let's talk about caretaking. The caretaker nice guy is somebody who tries to justify their existence that they hate because the, the spouse would not be able to function without them. For example, paying the bills of your ex even though you guys are broken up. That is very much not a good idea. And you probably all know that it's not a good idea, but there's still plenty of people out there that are doing that. Now let's talk about the victim triangle. The victim triangle has three points to it, and it's a circle. You just go back and forth between the three points. First, there's the giving to get. You're acting nice so that way the girl will fall for you, so that way she might want to marry you someday, but then it's not going according to plan, so you start getting frustrated and then raged, and so you get all angry and resentful and just in a really bad mood, which then makes you start acting out. And if the woman is at all healthy, she won't put up with that, and so she'll disappear. Or if it's your spouse, it's you'll have a big blow up. Then the last step is the victim puke. You're like, oh, it's, uh, it's all their fault. They don't care about me. And then it starts over. And so you start acting nice again to try and get their either their affection back or somebody news affection. It doesn't go according to plan. And so you get grumpy and you blow up everything and then you start over again. That's why it's a triangle. Healthy adults make their needs a priority. It isn't selfish. You, As you become less needy because your needs are met, you become more attractive. So how do you make sure that your needs are met? First off, set boundaries. If you do not have boundaries, your spouse will become toxic. People are completely incapable of respecting somebody with no boundaries. So make sure you have boundaries. And going back to what I already talked about, do things for yourself. Tell your wife that you are going to go fishing because you want to go fishing and you need a break. I don't even like fishing, but that's an example that popped in my head. Next point. Back to the nice guys finish last. Nice guys have zero masculine energy. They're boring. They're boring like a dish rag. If you went on a date with a girl that had absolutely zero personality, and let's say was a six, you probably would never talk to her. 
guys are visual creatures, women, that's why I added that in. And so if she was a 10 with zero personality, he probably wouldn't care. But let's say she's a six with zero personality. You'll probably never talk to her again. It doesn't matter how attractive, how rich you, uh, how buff, how anything you are. If you have zero personality, you are a zero to women. And being nice is not a personality trait. So what should you do? Well, first off, you should befriend males, particularly masculine males. Make friends at the gym, join the army, work a blue collar job, something where there's a bigger chance of masculine men being around. Now, granted, we are in the third generation of nice guys, so there are very few masculine men left, but try and find them. Become their friends. This is how you fix the wishy-washy nice guy toxic blahness. Also, back to boundaries. Boundaries will improve your marriage. If you do not have boundaries, your wife will never respect you. And if she doesn't respect you, she's not attracted to you. Tell her that you are going to go hunting. Say no to buying that stupid throw pillow. She will yell. She will test the boundaries. A boundary doesn't do any good if it can't be maintained and tested. So even when she yells, it's a test. And women, you can back me up on this. If a man has a boundary and you push it and he maintains that boundary and is steadfast, you will respect him more after the fact. After after you stop being grumpy at him, but you will respect him more. And when you respect him more, you feel safer in the marriage, and when a woman feels safe, she's attracted to you. Next, don't reinforce undesirable behavior. You gotta be careful with this one, but if you had a bad day and she had a bad day, the last thing you want to do is hear about her bad day, let her know. Don't let her just emotionally dump on you and you validate her for it. Again, gotta be careful with this one. Neglecting your spouse isn't good either. But if you reward poor behavior from your woman or women, if you reward poor behavior from your man, that reinforces the poor behavior. Just like you don't do that with kids. If a kid throws a temper tantrum, you don't give them a lollipop. And nobody wants to do this because fear of rocking the boat prevents you from getting what you want. And fear prevents you from getting what you want in anything in life. If you're afraid of upsetting your spouse, you will not be able to maintain your boundaries. Also, next point, lots of people want to help you. Your spouse might want to help you, but nobody can know that you need help unless you ask. People are not mind readers. I was doing this just the other day. I had a, a really bad week in the dating field this week. And I was over at a friend's house, and in my mind, I was like, why isn't she asking me about my terrible date? She doesn't care about me because she's not asking about how my date went. People care, but they can't know that the date went bad unless you let them know. And then the final point is the glorious principle of excuses. Excuses are valid. Excuses are true. That's what makes excuses so good at getting in the way of things. But if you have too many excuses because you're too afraid to live your life, you're not going to get anywhere. So if you're afraid of upsetting your wife, if you're afraid of upsetting your husband, all that you're doing is toxicifying the relationship because you can't maintain your boundaries and needs. And again, when somebody doesn't respect you, they are physically incapable of maintaining a healthy relationship with you. Anyway, that is it for today's book review. 
and I feel like it was a very harsh book review, but, or a very harsh book, he put it a lot more democratically than I did, but basically the whole premise is being a nice guy is bad, it's toxic, and you need to fix it, because nobody will respect you until you do, and all of your relationships will go toxic because of it. With that, I will see you all next week. Oh, and one more thing. If you would like to purchase this book and you would like to help support the podcast, there is an Amazon link down below that will take you directly to this book. And if you use that link and purchase the book, Amazon will give me a couple of pennies. So use that link down below. I, for one, would appreciate it.